Shalom to all. Today's daf is Chagiga Daf Yud. We are starting seven lines from the top with a brand new Mishnah. And today's daf is sponsored by Lili Nishmas. Mars Miriam Sarabas Yaakov Meisha Her Neshama Should Have Nolio and Lili Nishmas Rabbi Chmiel Mardechai Ben Rabchaim His Neshama Should Have Nolio. And the Mishnah says Heter Nedarim Parchim Ba'avir Ve'Elam Hamashi Yismaichu. The concept of the Heter Nedarim, where a person makes a neder, he makes a vow, he promises to do something or to not do something, and then he regrets it, that he could go to Chacham or Bezin and they could take away that neder for him. That concept is Parich Ba'avir. It's flying in the sky. It's floating around, and it doesn't have what to rely on, meaning it doesn't have any basis in a Pasuk. The mission continues with something similar. Hilchas Shabbos, Chagigas Vahameilais, Halachas of Shabbos, and bringing the Karmel Chagiga and the Isra of Meila, which is misappropriating Hektish for your own personal needs. Harehim Karam Hatulim Basara. They are just like mountains that are hanging on a hair, meaning it's a lot of Halachas hanging on something very small. Shehin Mikr Muat. There's just few Psukim about this. Vahalachas Merubas and many Halachas. But now the mission says Hadinim, when it comes to monetary judgments, Vahavaydais and Avaydah of the Karbonis and the Besamekdash, Hataharis Vahatameh, certain things regarding things that are Tahar and Tame, Vahariyas and forbidden relationships. They do have a pasuk to rely on. They are the very fundamentals of Tyra. Now we're going to analyze this Mishnah step by step to explain exactly what the Mishnah meant, and we start out with something exactly the opposite of what our Mishnah started out with. Tanya, we have a bride, so Rebbe Lezer, Lezer says, Actually, the concept of Hetan Redarim does have what to rely on in a pasuk. Shinever, the pasuk says, Ki yafli, ki yafli. We have two different psukim that say this Lashon of Yafli, which means a clear expression. The first one is talking about Arachin, if a person vows to donate a certain value to the base of Mikdash, it says the Lashon of Yafli, and the second pasuk is talking about Nazirus, if a person is Yafli, he says he's going to be a Nazir. And we have this word of Yafli, Shtepa'amim, twice. One is to make a clear expression when he's making something usher upon himself. He has to be clear about it. And also when he wants to be matir that, meaning he realizes that he made this nether and he doesn't want to have to keep this nether. So then he goes to the Chacham or the Bezdin and he has to clarify exactly why he wants to take away his nether. And then they can take away his nether. That's Hetan or Darm. So we have a Smach in the Pasuk. Rabbi Yeshua, he says, They have a Smach in the Pasuk in a different place. Shinamar says the Pasuk, Hashem says that I swore in my anger, I'm not going to let Klai Yisrael and Teretz Yisrael. So, I swore in my anger and I was chaser, meaning we're able to be chaser if we realize that the reason why we made a shvua is because we were angry or we have some other reason why we regret making the shvua so then we could go to Chacham and he could be matirate. Rabbi Yitzchak Imer, he says, We do have a concept of Hetan Redarm from a different Pasuk. Shinamar the Pasuk says, Call Nadiv Lev. Anyone with a generous heart brought his donation to the Mishkan. We learned from here that even if he had Nadiva slave when he made the pledge to donate, he needs that same Nadiva slave when actually bringing the money or he can get a heter for his nether. Hanani ben Achir Rabbi Shua, Imer Hanani, the son of the brother of Rabbi Shua, says, Yeshlam Mashi is my chudev, what to rely on. Shunemar the Pasuk says, Nishbati vakayema lishmar mishpatetzikacha. I swore and I will keep your mishpatim. I will learn from this lashon in the Pasuk of, I will keep your mishpatim, is if a person decides he does not want to keep his shvua, so then he could go to the chacham and he could be matters nether. And now, Amrabi Hudam Rashmur, Rabbi Hud says, Vashem Shmuel, Yahavai Hasm, if I was there, meaning if I lived at the times of the Tanaim and I was able to respond to all these Tanaim, Amri Luhu, I would tell them, Didi Adifim Midilchu, my drasha is better than yours. Shunemar the Pasuk says, in regards to the Dharm itself, Dvari, he's not allowed to profane his words, meaning he's not allowed to turn his words into chulin. If he made a nether, he's not allowed to be mechal that he's not allowed to just profane it and not keep his nether. And what do we learn from here? Who ain't a Michael? He's not able to turn his words into chulin. He can't profane his words. Others could be Michael as nether for him, meaning he could go to the Chacham, he could go to Bezin, and they could be matters nether for him. And now Amar he tells us, All these previous things that we learned, we can actually ask a question on them, except for Shmuel, there's no question we can ask on his limud. The Imid Rebelezer, if we all had Rebelezer's opinion that had said we had these pasuk of Yafli Yafli, perhaps we understand the pasuk of Yafli like Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Reb Tarfin. The Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Ayim Meshum Reb Tarfin. Rabbi Yehuda says B'shem Reb Tarfin. We have a case where Reuven and Shimon are sitting on a park bench. Someone passes by and Reuven says, "Hey, I'm going to be a Nazir if that guy's a Nazir." Shimon says, "I'm going to be a Nazir if that guy's not a Nazir." And what does Rabbi Yehuda say in the name of Reb Tarfin? Neither of them is going to be a Nazir in that case. Shaloyin in Nazirus El Hafla because Nazirus has to be Hafla. It has to be a clear expression. Even though technically either Reuven or Shimon should be a Nazir because this guy either 
is or not a Nazir, but the reason why it's not going to be a Nazir is because it says in the Pasuk, Kiyafli, and a person has to make a clear expression right now, it has to be very clear that he wants to be a Nazir. And since neither of their expressions were clear, we didn't know right now if they want to be a Nazir, so therefore they're not going to be a Nazir. So perhaps this Pasuk of Kiyafli is learned for this drasha. And even Rabbi Shua, if you want to say it was from Rabbi Shua that said the Pasuk is Asher Nishbati Ba'api, and you could be Chazer from Rishvua, perhaps this is what the Pasuk is saying, Ba'api Nishbati, I swore in my anger, Veloy Hadranavi, and it actually was not Chazer because we know that Hashem did not let the entire Dar Midbar into Eretz Yisrael. So who says Hashem was Chazer from the Shvuah? Maybe he wasn't Chazer. And even with Rabbi Yitzchak, if you want to say we learn from his Joshua that he told us a person has to have Nadiva slave when he's actually bringing his donation to the Mishkan, perhaps all we learn from there is just not like Shmuel. The Amr Shmuel. Shmuel says, if a person decided something in his mind, in his heart, he actually has to express it with his lips if he wants to be Mechaev in that thing. And what we learn from Rabbi Yitzchak is that even though the person didn't actually express it with his lips, he just thought to himself that he wanted to donate something to the Mishkan, that he would technically be chayev. But we don't necessarily learn from there that there's a concept of hatars nadarim. And even the Chananya ibn Achi Rabbi Yeshua, if you want to say we're going to learn from Chananya Achi Yeshua that we have this pasuk of Nishbati Vakayema, Domakidrav Gidal Marav, perhaps we use that pasuk for what Rav Gidal Marav said. Domakidrav Gidal Marav, mitzvah. How do we know that a person can make a shvuah to keep a mitzvah? Even though a person has to keep a mitzvah, he still is allowed to make a shvuah to encourage himself to keep that mitzvah. Shinamar the pasuk says, Nishbati Vakayema, Lishmar Mishpatezakecha. So who says that we have this pasuk available to teach us hatars nadarim? But Shmuel's drasha of La Yachadvari, that has no kash on it. And Amar Rava, Vitem Rav Nachum Yitzchak, Rava said, some say it was Rav Nachum Yitzchak said the following, Hanu Dami Inchi, that's what people say, Tava Chadip Alpata Charifta, one sharp pepper is better, Mimali Tzana Dakari, a whole basket full of melons. The flavor and sharpness imparted by one hot pepper can overpower even a whole basket full of melons. All the Tanaim that we mentioned previously are like a basket full of melons, and Shmuel, who's an Amairi, he's not a Tani, he's definitely a much lower level, he's like a small hot pepper, but what he said is very sharp, and actually it's better than everything they had said. And the Mishnah said, Helchas Shabbos, that the halachas of Shabbos are like Harayim HaTulim Basara, like mountains hanging by a hair. And it doesn't seem like there's any Pasuk supporting them. The Gemara asked, Mechlech Sivan, what are you talking about? We have many Pesukim that talk about Shabbos. So we answer, Loi Tzricha, the whole Chiddush over here is, L'chid Rav Abba, like the halacha of Rav Abba. Dom Rav Abba, he says, If a person digs a hole on Shabbos, and he only needs the dirt, he doesn't need the hole. We know that you're not allowed to dig on Shabbos, but he's not digging for the hole, he's digging for the dirt. Pater Allah, he's actually going to be Pater for that action. And Keman, who would our Mishnah be like Reb Shimon, like Reb Shimon? He says, If a person does a malacha, but he doesn't need that malacha for it itself, it's not for it itself, so then he's going to be potter for that. For example, if a person is digging a ditch, but the only reason why he's digging is because he wants the dirt, he doesn't need the hole, so he's going to be potter for that. And we're going to explain in a moment how that's Haram Atulim B'Sa'ara, but right now we're suggesting that our Mishnah is only a to Rabbi Shimon. And now the Gemara says, Our Mishnah could even be a Chiddush in Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda argues with Rabbi Shimon all across the board. Rabbi Shimon says, Rabbi Yehuda holds, in our case, it could be a Chiddush even in Korn to Rabbi Yehuda because Hasam Metakin over there, the reason why Rabbi Yehuda argues with Rabbi Shimon is because we're dealing with Metakin. What's that case over there? So that case is referring to removing a mace from a house on Shabbos, and that's technically the Israel of Aitzah, transferring from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah So Rabbi Shimon says he's not Chayiv because he just wants to remove the mace from the house, and he doesn't dafka need it in the Rosh Hashanah So therefore, it's a Melacha in Nitzri Chalagufa. Rabbi Yehuda argues in that case because he's accomplishing something constructive. Metakin, the bottom line is, is that the mace is now out of the house, so he did accomplish something constructive by removing the mace from the house out into the Rosh Hashanah However, Hach, over here in our case that we're mentioning about digging a hole and you only need the dirt, Makalkel who? That's considered Makalkel. He's ruining his chutzr. He's digging a hole in his chutzr. He doesn't want a hole in his chutzr. It doesn't look good. It's not aesthetically pleasing. He might trip on it if he doesn't notice the hole. So that's considered Makalkel. And even Rabbi Yehuda would hold that this is a case where he would be putter. And that's the Chiddush of our Mishnah. So now we just ask, What does that mean? It's like a mountain which is hanging by a hair. So you don't on top. The Gemara answers, 
Torah because the Torah only answered something which is Melechus Machsheves and Melechus Machsheves like Siva. Melechus Machsheves is not written in the Torah. It doesn't say clearly that Melechus Machsheves is Aser and that's why it makes it a Haram Hatulim Besa'ara. Now what exactly is Melechus Machsheves? So it's usually translated as calculated or intended constructive labor. This concept of Melechus Machsheves isn't written explicitly regarding Shabbos. It's something learned from the building of the Mishkan which is written in the Torah next to Shabbos and we learn from there that Melechus Machsheves is also Aser on Shabbos. But since it doesn't say anything about Melechus Machsheves specifically regarding Shabbos, that's why we say it's Haroim HaTulim B'Sa'ara. And moving on to the next thing the Mishnah said, Chagiga, as we had said, the concept of bringing carbon Chagiga, that's also Haroim HaTulim B'Sa'ara. Once again, the Gemara asks, Mechtev Ksiba, and we have a Pasuk Beferish that tells us we have to bring in carbon Chagiga. How are you saying that it's Haroim HaTulim B'Sa'ara? So once again, the Gemara says, Loi Tzricha, it actually is a Chiddush. The Amar Leir of Papa Abai, it's like what Rav Papa had told Abai, Mimai Dehaiv Chagaisim Oisoi Chag Lashem Zvicha, who says this Pasuk that we are learning, that you have to bring carbon Chagiga. The Pasuk says, Chagaisim Oisoi Chag Lashem. Who says that's talking about Zvicha, that we have to bring a carbon? Perhaps the Torah is saying, make a party. Chugu Chaga literally means make a celebration, make a party. Who says the Torah is saying that we have to bring a carbon? Maybe it just means eat a lot of meat to make a party. The Gemara asks, how could that be? It says in the Pasuk, Hashem had told Moshe Benu to tell Pari to let Kla Yisrael go because of the following Pasuk, and they should celebrate for me in the Midbar. Do you really think that when it says Hashem is suggesting that Kla Yisrael should be led from Mitzrayim just to make a party in the Midbar and not bring any carbonas? If you want to say, yeah, 100%, Hashem just wants us to make a party in the Midbar. But it says in the Pasuk, Moshe Benu told Pari, you're actually going to let us go and you're also going to give us Zvachim and Eulis. So it has to be that he's going to give them Karbanas. So obviously they were bringing Karbanas in the Midbar. The Gemara says it's actually not a riot because perhaps this is what the Torah is saying, that you should eat and drink and you should make a party, you should make a celebration in the Midbar and actually they were not going to be bringing Karbanas. So the Gemara now responds once again, don't think that, because we have another Pasuk that says, do not let the Chalev of my Chag, Chagi is my Chag, do not let the Chalev stay over until morning. Now, if you want to say that this Lashon of Chag is just talking about making a celebration, Tarbal Chag Islay, would there be an Isser of having fats stay overnight if we're just talking about eating meat for a party for a celebration and we're not talking about Karbanas? So it has to be that we're talking about Karbanas. Once again, the Gemara says, it's not a Raya, perhaps this is what the Torah is saying. Chalev Habab is Man Chag, the Chalev that comes from animals that you shechted at the time of Yontif, Loyalin, those fats are not allowed to stay overnight. As the Gemara, how could that be? Does that mean that if a carbon, if an animal is brought at the time of Yontif, so then there's an Isra of having the Chalev stay overnight, but throughout the whole year, there's no Isra of having Chalev stay overnight? The Pasuk says all night until morning, and that tells us that throughout the year, Chalev is not allowed to stay overnight, it has to be burned. Once again, the Gemara suggests, Dilma, perhaps, if I only had that Pasuk, that Pasuk is just telling us there's an Asay, you have to burn the Chalev at night. Therefore, the Pasuk says, that tells us there's an Isra Lav as well. The Gemara responds to that by saying, Lav We have a different Pasuk that tells us about the Lav. It says, Once again, the Gemara responds, Perhaps that Pasuk is telling us, You're over two Lav and an Asay. So right now we're holding in the Shaq of Atariyah is that there is no conclusive proof that the Midbar is actually talking about bringing Karbanis in the Midbar and might be talking about making a celebration in the Midbar. So we say, El Asi Midbar Midbar, we have Hagzer Shava Midbar Midbar. Ksev Hachat says over here, Midbar. And Ksev Hasamat says over there, Hazvacha Mincha did you bring Karbanas and Menachas for me in the Midbar? And Malalan Zvachim, just like in that Pasuk that we just quoted, is actually talking about Karbanas because it says Alashan of Mincha. So clearly Zvachim over there are referring to Karbanas. Afkan Zvachim. So to over here, we're talking about Karbanas as well. So here we see that the Pasuk of Yechaygulib in Midbar is actually talking about bringing Karbanas. And that must be that the Pasuk of Yechagaisim Oisay Chaglashem is also talking about bringing Karbanas. So now that we have this very valid Gzair Shavu, we go back to our original question. We have a Pasuk that tells us very clearly that Yechagaisim Oisay Chaglashem means that you should bring a Karban Chagiga. Umay Karam Hatulim 
why are we saying that this is something which is like a mountain which is hanging by a hair? It's not a mountain hanging by a hair. We have a clear pasuk. So we answer, Divrei Tayr, Medivrei Kabbalah, Loyal Finon. We're actually not allowed to learn Divrei Tayr from Divrei Kabbalah. Divrei Tayr is something that's written in Hamisha Chomshay Tayr. Divrei Kabbalah is something that comes from Navi, and we don't make Xer Shava from something that's written in Tayr to something that's written in Navi. And this pasuk of Hazvachim Amincha Higashtem Liba Midbar is actually in Navi, and therefore we don't really have Xer Shava, and that's why we say it's Haramatlim Basara. And the last part of the message that we're going to analyze today, we had said the Me'ilas are something that Haram Atulim Basara, the concept of misappropriating Hektish, that's also a Chiddush Halacha. Now, just before we start this Gemara, it's important to remember that when someone uses Hektish for their own personal benefit, they're over Me'ila. If it was done unintentionally, he's Chayv to pay a Karen, which is the value of what he took, a Chaymesh, a fifth of that is added on as a Knas, and he must also bring a carbon Me'ila. So, once again, the Gemara asks, Mechtev Ksivin, we have Sukkim that say Befeyrish, a person's not allowed to use Hektish for their own purposes. So, Amram Bar he suggests, Lay Nisrucha El Chidnan, we actually need it for the following Mishnah, and that's the Chiddush of our Mishnah. Hashlich Shasa Shlichusai Balbayas Mal, if the Shlich did his Shlichus, so then the Balbayas was over Me'ila. Loyasa Shlichusai, if he did not do his Shlichus, Shlich Mal, then the Shlich is over Me'ila. Let's say the Balbayas took $20 out of his drawer, gave it to a Shlich, and said, Please buy me a new pair of tzitzis. And it turns out that, that $20 was actually hectic. So if the Shlich did his Shlichus, and he bought a pair of tzitzis with it, so then the Balbayas was over Me'ila. If he didn't do his Shlichus, and he decided to buy lunch with that money instead, so then he's over Me'ila and not the Balbayas. And here's the Chiddush in that case, Vichyasa Shlichusai, my mal, even if he did the Shlichus of the Balbayas, why is the Balbayas is over Me'ila? How could it be that the shliach was the chayte? He's the one that actually took that money and spent it on something, and the baal is going to be chayev. We know there's a concept of ein shliach l'dvaravero. If Ruvain told Shimon, please go eat this ham sandwich for me, and Shimon ate the ham sandwich, who's chayev for eating it? It's Shimon that's chayev for eating it, not Ruvain, even though he was doing it b'shlichos of Ruvain. At the end of the day, you can't be a shliach to do an avera. And over here, it seems to be that this shliach was a shliach for the dvaravero, and nonetheless, the mishaleach, the baal is the one that's chayev, and hainu karamatulim b'sara. That is the chiddush of our mishnah. It's considered like a mountain hanging by a hair. Now, Omar Rava, Rava says, my question, what's the problem over there? Why is that a Chiddush? Domashana Me'ila, perhaps Me'ila is different. The Alpha Chet Chet Mitchuma, we actually have Xerish Shava, we learn it from Truma. Ma'ahasim Shluchashalam Kamaisa, just like by Truma, we say, a person's Shlech is like him, Afkan Shluchashalam Kamaisa, so over here by Me'ila, a person's Shlech is like him, even though it turns out the Shlech is the one doing the Avera, we're going to tack that Avera onto the Baal Bayas, and the Baal Bayas is going to be Chayef. So it's not such a Chiddush. So Omar Rava, Rava says, here's the Chiddush. Loi Nitzrach El Chedetani, we need it for the following Braiso. Nitzrach Baal Bayas, let's say the Baal Bayas, after he sent out the Shlech, he remembered, that money I gave him was hektesh. But the shliach didn't know about it. The shliach didn't remember. So shliach mal, the shliach is actually over me'ilah. That's because when the Baal remembered that the $20 he gave to the shliach for the pair of tzitzis was actually hektesh, he officially terminates the shlichas there. And now the shliach is just doing it on his own accord, even though he doesn't know that the shliach was terminated. Now here's Rava's logic for why that's a chiddish, because shliach anya, Michael Ovid, what in the world did this poor shliach do? Shliach anya literally means poor shliach. What did this poor shliach do? He didn't know this money was hektesh, and he didn't know that his shlichas was terminated, so he shouldn't be chayev. And Hainu Karimatulim Basara, that's why it's such a Khidish. Now Omra Vashir of Ashir responds to Rava's case. My kosha, why is that a kasha? Meaning, why is that a Khidish? Don't mean to have a mighty mice hectish khulin. Maybe that's just like a standard case of someone using money of hectish for khulin. A person puts his hand into a drawer, takes out twenty dollars, and he himself goes to buy tzitzis with it. And it turns out afterwards that money was hectish money. He was a shaygeek. He did that inadvertently. He didn't know it was hectish money. Nonetheless, he was chayv, and he would have to bring a carbon, he'd have to pay Karen and Khaimesh. So that's the same case. When the Shliach is going to spend this money, he didn't know that it was hektish money, nonetheless, he's chayv, so it's not a chiddish. So El Ravashi tells us that the chiddish is in this case. For the following Mishnah, if a person took a stone or a beam that belonged to hektish, he wasn't over me'ila yet because he didn't use it. But if he gave it to his friend now, who mal? He's over me'ila, meaning the one that took it from hektish and then gave it to his friend is over me'ila. But his friend is not over me'ila. And here's the chiddish. Let's see. Mishkal Shakla, it was taken from hektish, but it wasn't used yet. What does it make a difference if he took it from hektish or if his friend took it? It's just considered like someone took it from Hektesh, so why is it that he's over 
Elah now that he gave it to his friend. No one used it yet. Just like he wasn't over Elah when he took it from Hekdesh, he shouldn't be over Elah when he's giving it to his friend. We could just say it's like his friend's taking it from Hekdesh. And Hainu Karamatulim Basara, that's what we're saying. It's like a mountain that's hanging by a hair. And that's the Chiddush. Ask the Gemara, my Kosha, why is that such a Chiddush? Why is that problematic? Maybe that case is like what Shmuel said. Dumber Shmuel. Shmuel said, Hacha, we're actually talking about the Gizbar, the treasure of Hektish, that he was in charge of all of the building material of Hektish. Wherever that building material is, it's actually considered like it's in the Rishus of the Gizbar. So even though that building material happens to be in the storage house of Hektish, it's considered like it's in the Gizbar's Rishus. So now that the Gizbar goes into the storage house and he takes a beam and he brings it into his house, even though he intended to use it, since he didn't use it yet, it's not like he was Ivor Meila yet because he didn't use it yet and it's still in his Rishus and it doesn't make a difference if it's in the storage house or if it's in his house, it's still considered in his rishos. It's only once he gives it to his friend, then he's being mighty from Hektesh, and then he would be chayv. So it's actually not such a chedesh. So Elami Seifa, we're actually going to learn it from the end of that Mishnah. Let's say he took this beam and he built it into his house. He's not over Me'ila until he lived in that house underneath that beam and he benefited at least a Shavapruta worth. Now, Mechti, let's see, why should he be chayv only once he benefited from the beam? He actually changed the beam. Now that he built it into his house, he made a change in it, and therefore he should be chayv right away. Mali dar, mali loidar. What does it make a difference if he lived in his house or he didn't live in his house or he benefited from the beam or not? He changed that which belonged to Hakdash. He should automatically be chayv. And that's what we mean when we say this halach is a big chedesh. Once again, the Gemara says, my kosher, why is that problematic? Why is that such a chedesh? Perhaps the halach is actually like Rav. Rav, he said, he actually took this beam and he didn't build it into his house. He put it on top of his skylight. So it wasn't actually built into his house. So then, if he lived in his house, so now he benefited from this beam which was on top of his skylight but wasn't actually built into his house so then he'd be chayv but if he didn't live in his house and he didn't benefit from the beam so then he wouldn't be chayv so again that's not such a chiddish case so now we go back to our original suggestion really the whole chiddish is like Rava that the Baal Bayes remembered that this money was hektish but only after he sent the shliach off and he definitely had in mind to terminate the shlichas and therefore the shliach is the one that was Ivram Elah in this case and in the Kasha Lecha, that which you had a question meaning Rav Ashi had asked on Rava saying that this is really not such a chiddish it's just like a standard case of a person using hektish money for chulin purposes, in a standard case where the person used that $20 himself to buy the paratzitzis as opposed to sending it with a shliach, he himself is chayiv, and again, he didn't know that that money was hektish, and nonetheless, he's still chayiv, and that's what Ravashi had asked on Rava. The reason why the case is different is because Hasim over there, when the Baal Bayas himself uses the money, made a yada de ikazuzi the hektish. He knows he has money of hektish in his house, and he bailele he should have been much more careful when he was taking money to double and triple check to make sure that, that money is not hektish, and for the fact that he wasn't extra careful, even though he did it by accident, nonetheless, he's still chayv and he's still Ivram Ila. Hacha, but over here in the case of the shliach, mi yada, does he know that he's being given hektish money? He doesn't even know that this guy has hektish money in his house. And hainu karamatulim basara, that's why this is such a chiddush of a case, couldn't have known by any stretch of his imagination that he was being given hektish money and he doesn't have a chiv to ask the Baal Bayas, are you giving me hektish money? And nonetheless, we're saying that he's the one that's Ivram Ila because it turns out that it was hektish money and that's why this case of the Mishnah is such a chiddush. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick with tomorrow, continue to explain the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.